All right, guys, welcome back to another love and marriage episode here on Off Duty. This week, we are continuing our love story, if you will. But I looked up some interesting facts that I wanted to share, and I also posted questions in um, my Instagram story because I want to incorporate more of the followers. And I like what my friend Lisa Page said on her podcast. She said that they're not followers. They're like your virtual friends. So we're going to call them the virtual friends. So before we get into our little banter, which I'm sure is going to happen, one of the questions I asked is I pretty much put it out there, curious to see before we get into other things, how many people are married and how many people are single. And out of our virtual friends, 86% are married while 14% are single. That stinks. Like I don't, maybe not. Maybe some people prefer single, but I know that when I was single after my divorce, it was miserable. Miserable. Were you ever single? For a little while. What's a little while? Like here and there. It wasn't all at the same time. No, okay. Like the longest time you were single was like a month, a day. <laughs> a few months. Like three months. Do you ever wish you were single for longer? Sometimes. Why? Um... So I think a lot of it was just young love in high school slash, you know, as I got into college and looking back, maybe I don't want to say a waste of time, but I mean, no better time spent than if I was single. I think it would kind of break even at that point. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, all right. So then this one I wanted to fall into. So then I asked divorced versus people who are not. So 29% were divorced while 71% were not. So that's pretty cool because I feel like the stats are still low when it comes to marriages that stay together versus divorce. And then 67, I can hear that. 67% of people are in their first marriage while 33% who's counting. And I guess I fall in that who's counting spot. Does that not does that? Well, yes. When I first met you, did that bother you that I was in a marriage previously? No. Now let me just paint a little picture. If you're new and you're joining us in, I am seven years older than my husband. (laughs) I don't know why I love saying that. (laughs) Maybe because I feel more superior. (laughs) So it didn't bother you. So, okay, it didn't bother you, but you did think about it. I think it it was a bother. It's more just kind of uncomfortable in certain situations, which we've gotten past at this point. What do you mean uncomfortable? Like, from me? There's a lot of people I met who knew you when you were married. Like who? Obviously family, but that's fine. Well, yeah, family's part of it. But? Some friends. One, so I came across as we went on. Oh, that's right. What? Wait, you mean the friends at the restaurant? Well, that. And yeah. then, you know, there's been others here and there and one who we see on a regular basis, but it's not like. It's yeah, not but they all treated you. They all treated you like a respectful and appropriately. And it's not like they were like, ow, oh, who's the new guy? Oh, you don't know what to expect. 
The other thing I did, and I'm going to ask you these same questions. I asked some of our virtual followers questions and I was just trying to understand their perspective. I'm going to read you some of the responses. I picked like three responses and you're going to give me your response. So the famous question is, what is love? I instantly think of the song, Hadaway. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Okay. <laughs> Do you know that song? Yes. Okay. So someone said, um, feeling unconditionally accepted and supported with passion by another. Sounds like they just Googled it. No, they didn't. Because I know this person. Okay. I know this person who okay. wrote that. So next. Um, happiness without borders. Okay. So what is love to you? What if that first response was my response? Sounds like you Googled it. I didn't Google anything. Well, I'm a published saying. author. I don't need to Google anything like. when it comes to fabulous words. <laughs> there are birds chirping in the background when I speak and when I write. Yeah, go. That's why you guys can't keep it ever to 12 minutes or, or 20 <laughs> minutes or whatever you try to keep it. To. Go. What is love? No, I mean, I guess I agree with those a little bit, but I think it's – So you can't use the word in the definition, right? So I won't right. say unconditional, but I guess what do I say after that? Because it's kind of, you know, take the bad with the good. And everyone's like, you know, everyone wraps love around all this good, great stuff. You know, the, you know, the things you just mentioned. And I think they forget that, um, you know, to really make it stick. It's not always just those great things. So... So the good and the bad. So I think it's the unconditional um, acceptance, I guess, of someone. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So you said the unconditional acceptance of someone, and what the person wrote that you said Googled it said unconditionally accepted. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you, did you three words? Did you Google use. anyway? Okay. So this is a good question. Oh, see, the air went off, and now it's like super weird. All right. This is a, like a question, and I feel like guys always take this when people are asking like, oh, you know, why do you have to get married? And someone says, it's just a piece of paper. So I said, is it just a piece of paper? Um, someone said, it's a sense of commitment. It's important. It intensifies the love. What do you think? I don't think it intensifies the love because there's people who get married who end up, you know, after – Like me? Two weeks hating each other. So. Oh, no. That was two weeks. <laughs> um there's, there's this guy and girl who work at my job. One's a cook and the other is one of my servers. And they're like 25, 26. And so they're young. Yeah. But I mean, there's no shame that they got married. They're not 18, but right. they like went and they had like, they just went to town hall pretty much, which is also fine. But then like every day, because we work together and that's like a no, no, you don't. Yeah. That's too much. You don't marry someone who you work with or while you're working in the yeah. same place. And there's always like, you know, you can always tell when there's drama or tension, they're always talking to each other. And it's just like, you guys literally just got, got hitched. And now you're like already at each other's throats. So I don't think it intensifies a lot. I think it, well, because there's no separation. They're with each other 24 seven. I think it is a piece of paper to a certain degree. I think it, I think it marks. Yeah. I think it's a mark. something. I think it, I think it marks it for some people. It's, you know, about the, about the faith and religion, which it's not for everyone, which you kind of, yeah. most people go through that part of it. If you don't go through that part of it, then it is a piece of paper because you literally walked into town hall and got some stamps and some signatures and that was pretty much it. So 
No, I think I, 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 think I it's different for everyone. I think for me, I think it's like a, a commitment ceremony. Like, obviously you don't have to get married to be committed, but it's just that moment in time when you and your significant other are just standing there family, friends, whether it's four or five or 600 are just surrounding you. And it's like this celebration of your lives coming together. I think if you make the decision to get married and obviously the ceremony comes with it for most people, I think it just shows that extra level of, of commitment and faith and like, I guess to a certain extent love, but, um, and he says this as he's looking into my eyes. Mm. <laughs> All right. So in 2018, there was over 115 studies done. And that's not really a lot. Like 115 studies is not a large population study when you have they how many people studies. in the world. They didn't say. Yeah. Uh, I didn't not. say p- people. Right. True. True. But I feel like there should be more. So um, millennials, which would be your folk. And my folk too, I believe. Yeah. Um, they're waiting to get married later in life, which is helping decrease the divorce rate and separation. So I hate, when, but no, I hate when people say that. Oh, but the butterflies aren't there anymore. And I, I do crack jokes on you. I I'm don't like, laugh last. I say to you all the time. I'm like, you used to hold my hand more. You used to hug me more. It's because you don't love me. Well, why do you think from a guy's perspective that people get divorced? Like, what's the first thing that pops in your head? I think you get to a comfort zone and either you listen to the other person. Some people are fine with the comfort zone. Like, What do you mean the comfort zone? Like, you know, not that they don't love each other anymore, but that like, you know, you like, you just kind of have a routine and you go with it. And it's just like, you know, the holding hands and the kissing every day and the whatever isn't there. And then for other people... I get to the comfort zone and one or the other or both are like, oh, wait, what happened? Why are we just so like blah, blah, unconnected or whatever you want to call it. Um, So the ones who are okay with it, fine. The ones who aren't either have to listen to one or the other and change or they don't and they continue with their work, 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 whatever. And then I think that's when things kind of start going downhill. I think the hardest thing too that we're experiencing is because we have a toddler. So we had a baby last year. And I think that definitely takes a toll. And a lot of people, unfortunately, find themselves in the divorce feeling after they have kids because, you know, you live your life to make that little one or those little ones happy. And it's 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 harder. So if you didn't go into having a baby strong and you already had faults, I feel like that even puts a bigger strain on your marriage. Everything and, intensifies. What? Like, I said everything intensifies. Everyone has the baby and is like, because you pour everything into that and you're tired and whatever else. It's like every little thing gets like magnified. Did I tell you the number one country in the world? Divorce rate or no? Us. No, it's not us. Canada. Nope. Two more shots. How far is it? I'm not telling you range. Okay. Well, then I don't want to guess anymore. I like to guess at things when I'm not hints. Just guess. Um, Afghanistan. No. We're the fourth highest. Yeah, we're the fourth highest in the world. Okay. So that's pretty bad. So who's first? Russia. Oh, that makes sense. Do you think it's because it's cold? (laughs) 
Because I'm going to be honest, I know when it's cold winter, like I'm grouchy. I'm just a grouchy no, human being. Because no, Russian men are just work all day. For somebody who's, oh my God, next year you're 30. It's the last few, this is your last summer in your 20s. All right. Yeah, look what, <laughs> last, what I'm doing with myself. Working. You are doing a whole lot more than half of the men your age. Okay. You've accomplished, how long have you been in this career? How long? I mean, only was a career after I, after I. When you graduate, college, yes. So, so when you're. So 2011. Okay. So eight years. So in eight years, you have been steady in the same career, same career where most people are bouncing around 40 different careers. So stop saying that, number one. You are 29 years old. You are married. You have a toddler. How you have a very hectic work life schedule, which drives your wife insane. Um, your wife is in her second marriage. Like, how do? Because I feel most people struggle with this. How do you have the confidence, or how did you build up your confidence, knowing this is going to work? I'm not going to get divorced. We're going to be happy. We're in love. I think about it. So that's just it. Don't even think about it. I think about it. So what do you think about? Day by day, week by week. All right. So on a daily, what do you think about? So like when, you know, I, <laughs> then we have to wrap this up. Yeah, we no are. I don't to listen anymore. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't have time to stop and think about too many other things at work. And, you know, everyone thinks it's a glamorous job to work in a restaurant and whatever. And really, um, there's no part of it that's good. Even when you're a manager or owner, there's no part of it that's great. There's a few perks. You know, your family comes, your friends come, you go there, you know, you can take care of people. You know, you know when I go there, I know, you know, the owner's going to take care of me. Um, and that's the biggest thing. But, you know, you're not in it to make yourself happy. It's really to make everyone else happy. Um, but you just go day by day. I can't sit at my desk and do my work and go downstairs and run a busy restaurant and then be thinking about like what I have to do tomorrow or the fact that we need to go and, you know, get new sheets or go and do whatever you worry about that when you get home that night or the next morning or on your day off. And obviously you communicate and you talk about it or on the phone, whatever, but it can't be like all day long. Why, why worry about if, Oh, I worked too much and I didn't get to, spend enough time this week with my family like to make a difference if you're thinking about it you only get distracted keeps you from doing your job and then if you're at home and thinking about your job it keeps you from from enjoying home so it's kind of just i do want to hold your hand <laughs> um so for people who don't do it they think it's like you know, it's not like anyone else's job. And so not to get off topic, but that's for me, that's what it is. It's not like anyone else's job. It's go, go, go. You never have time to stop. And so why, why worry about things that are either, you know, later or the next week or the next hour, just get through each day. <laughs> so basically don't stress about things, which is the hardest thing in the world for myself to do. But that wraps up another episode here for Love and Marriage. Um, 
I think this is great. Like we, this is our own therapy. We sit here, we talk about it, we hash it out. Mm. And next episode on love and marriage, which will feature next month is going to be divorce and how to handle divorce and um, just to come out of it and know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I found the love of my life. I I did, mm-hmm. babe. Okay. I found the love of my life. Um, we bought a home together. We have a adorable little boy. We definitely don't have all the butterflies and stuff constantly surrounding us, and I think that's normal. I think it's something we both have to work at. But there's a common ground where we finally meet, even though it might take an hour, two hours, or a day of arguing. And then eventually we're there and we pretty much just look at all the good things in our life and look at all the greatness and our look at our son and what we have. And we just stop complaining because that's ultimately what it's about. Yeah. Sunshine <laughs> and unicorns. Mm. So thank you guys so much again for tuning in. Always, always Sunday live not live, but you know, here at noon, we are on nine platforms. Make sure you guys check us out. Go to anchor.fm slash off duty, iTunes, Spotify, listen in, subscribe, thumbs up, like, love, whatever they give you. Show us some greatness by giving us reviews. And that's about it. Tune in next week. You're going to hear from Robin, another episode of Grinds My Gears. And that's about it. Happy Sunday. Say bye. Bye.